Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Alex Murdoch looks like closing arguments can come as early as Wednesday. The trial is set to resume at 9.30 this morning. He's admitted now three or four times that he's lied. He says, I basically have lied to everybody about everything except the murders. Oh, boy. Here he is, the best defense attorney in the world, and my friend for 43 years, Joe Tacopina. I mean, I guess you can say I lie a lot, but, well, not about that, right? I mean, not about that, right, Joe? <laughs> you know, he, he lies about everything that I got caught, got caught lying about. But, of course, that's <laughs> the one important thing he's saying no to. But this guy is cooked. I mean, first of all, he's acknowledged to a jury. Listen, when you're talking to a jury, they're assessing your credibility. Can they believe you? And do they trust you? This guy has basically said he's lied to everyone in his life, his law partners, his wife, his kids, his family, the police investigating the murders of his kids. First of all, if you're truly there when your family is slaughtered and the police are asking you questions, there's zero, zero reason to lie about anything if you are innocent because you want to help find the people who slaughtered your family, right? I mean, so, you know, basically he says, I lied about everything except I didn't murder them. I mean, the fact that he was able to say he or get caught in a lie about claiming he wasn't at the kennels right before the murders is, is a death knell. This case is over as far as I'm yeah, concerned. It's done. Um, because, look, he, is there, he was there within two minutes of their slaughtering. And the only reason he had to admit that is because he was caught on his son's video you know, that he was making with his cell phone in minutes of his, his death. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's, yeah. you know, it, the fact that he says, other than lying about that, I was cooperative. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Every other aspect of the investigation. Other than lying about I was at the murder scene within yeah. a minute before the murder, I was cooperative. And his son was a piece of garbage, too. You know, his son, people may have forgotten, very rich kid and annoying and getting into trouble all the time. And, and his son uh, drove a boat one day, intoxicated, highly intoxicated. A beautiful young girl died on the boat that day, and he couldn't give a rat's ass. His son was garbage, too, Mordor. Yeah, his son was garbage, but still, there's no son in the world that deserves to be killed. No, of course not. No, of course not. And then that is, but, but, and of course, this guy then uses that tragedy to build a defense. Like, it was some random vigilante who was mad at his son about the, being a culprit in this boat. Right, right. So some random vigilante came to the house Somehow, without making the dogs bark at the kennel, right? Because <laughs> there was no sound of that. No one heard that. Without without being noticed by this guy, who was there a minute or two before their their slaughter, their death, without anyone hearing gunshots, you know, you know, luckily for for that that random vigilante, he got away with it. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a page right out of OJ. It really is. It really is. I want to talk about this uh, judge. This is the great Joseph Tacopina, who okayed the Mar-a-Lago raid. He was an Obama donor. He was once linked to Jeffrey Epstein. It's kind of an old story, but not really. That's uh, Bruce Reinhardt out of the state of Florida. Yeah. Uh, had his, uh, especially, I mean, if you're Donald Trump, and you, of course, you do represent, for folks that don't know, about a month ago, Donald Trump hired my friend here, Joe Tacopina. So if you're Donald Trump and you know this guy gave money to Epstein, he gave money to Barack Obama, you know his liberal ties, and he's uh, involved with this Mar-a-Lago raid, you've got to be furious. 
Yeah, you do. I mean, look, again, the justice system is now being used to weaponize, you know, politics. It really is. They're, 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 the justice system is being weaponized against Donald Trump. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. I mean, the fact that this judge, of all the judges we have out there, you take a judge who's a, 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 someone very close to the Democratic Party, aligned closely to uh, Obama, um, has ties to Epstein. That's the judge you have to get to okay a, a raid on Mar-a-Lago when, you know, Joe Biden's documents, which were seemed to be hanging out in a garage, like uh, they were about to be, you know, thrown into a recycling bin or something. Um, <laughs> They walked in very nice and asked if they could come in. And, you know, it's, it's like the double standards are outrageous. And it goes for judging, too. I mean, look, that we talked about the Mar-a-Lago judge. You know that conservative jurists throughout this country are being punished literally for, for being conservative. And, and it sounds like, oh, come on, that's just a nonsense overstatement. That could be just, you know, waxing poetic for his client. It's not true. You know, there's a guy, a judge out of, out of Massachusetts who literally is a Donald Trump supporter. And who put out a couple tweets that just basically, you know, called into question some of the Biden stuff. There was nothing offensive. There were no curse words in it. Basically just calling into question a lot of Hunter Biden's activity, the computer stuff, stuff that's now a fact. This guy was censored and suspended for putting that out. And by the way, he had like five followers on his Twitter account. <laughs> no, like, but yet, literally, like it was like five or ten people who actually read these things. But somehow... The Massachusetts Judiciary Committee got involved and suspended and and sent and sanctioned this judge for putting forth um, things like you know wow all true or something like that when he commented on an article about the, the, the Hunter Biden laptop um, or something like that. I mean it was really it's unbelievable that we're now really censoring anyone who is supportive of of the right um, and a judge. Got censored. And it's like, to me, I, I read the decision. You know, they wrote a 166 page decision on this guy making a tweet that literally just liked another tweet or something that was not vulgar, not offensive. It was just saying, ha, ah, shocking, or something like that, clearly in support of the notion that the Bidens might be corrupt or Hunter Biden might have some problems or, you know, there, there's some, some, you know, shenanigans going on. And literally a 160 page decision with 45 appendices was issued against this judge. I just don't even know where to start. I really don't. I no, really don't. I know. I actually saw this. So Miranda Devine wrote this in last Wednesday's New York Post, my dear friend Miranda, and it was titled Conservative Judges Punished for Bias While Liberal Judges uh, Jurists Skate. So she just wrote this last Wednesday to emphasize your point. I saw this today, and I have to tell you, I had no idea this still existed. I know that there are still some states, Joseph, that have the uh, the death penalty, and I thought it was either an injection or the electric chair. But this animal in Idaho, this Brian Kohlberger, who killed all those beautiful students in Idaho, he is facing the real possibility or probability of a firing squad. We still have that? A firing squad? Yes. That will be his right? no, death. That, uh, that's, that's, I've never been to Idaho. I don't practice in Idaho. I hope never practice in Idaho. I hope never go to Idaho. But I didn't, it can't be. No, 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 no. They well, can't be fired. Geo, Geo, well, you're saying it's not a because joke. The whole thing about the death penalty, the whole thing about the death penalty is that it's supposed to be done in the most humane way. And yeah. that's why they, they give you these injections, you fall asleep, and then yeah. you I, I guess when you stab four, I guess when you stab... I guess when you stab four students to death in the horrible manner he did, that goes out the window. G- window. GOP state rep Bruce 
Skog last week introduced a bill that would bring back firing squad executions, according to the East Idaho News, and this guy would fall under that category. Yeah, okay, okay, that's that's different. Okay, I read that, yeah. He, he, he proposed a bill. There is no way that bill's ever getting passed. Damn, that's, that's a, a little disappointing. proposing <laughs> a bill doesn't make – I don't have, have death by firing squad. I mean, it's like Al Capone. Now those mountains, they mask you. And up against the wall, they just blast you. Like, come on. That's that'll be a, great. I'm it, sorry, that'll be great. What, what we call cruel and inhumane. And, and by the way, so is slaughtering poor kids. But we are supposed to be above that as a society. Look, the fact that there is, they have the death penalty is, is a big thing because most states don't um, because we, we frown upon that. It's not a deterrent. It's a factual you know, statement that it is not a deterrent because most people willing to do this don't think that way. Uh, they don't think that far in advance. And it's just we call it you know, uh, inhumane. But, but, but if you're going to have it, you're not. Not going to have it by having uh, Tommy guns blowing people's right. brains all over. Right. Now listen, them, that, that I, I know it's not a deterrent, and I am a huge supporter of it. I want blood for blood. I'm not any more humane than you are. You stabbed my daughter to death. You need to die. I'm sick of this. We're better than that. We're not better than that. You kill somebody, you should die the same way. It's really very simple. Very simple. You kill somebody, you should die the same way. Finally, Rangers, I'm going Thursday night. I'm taking Gabriel with Pete Morgan. Will Patrick Kane be skating Thursday night in a Ranger uniform, Joseph Takapina? Listen, he only wants to be a Ranger, okay? Um, so I think he will. Where he's going to play exactly, I'm not sure. But, look, the Patrick Kane is not the Patrick Kane we know of from eight years ago, seven years ago, when he was one of the top three players in the league. He's still a great player, but he's, you know, this is a six-month rental. That's all this would be. If we take him on, it's a six-month rental. We are going to make a cup run this year. Tarasenko was one of the greatest trades we've made in a long time. Um, you know, this team is is loaded, loaded right now. Patrick Kane could be that that you know that one little piece that pushes them over. As long as we don't have to give up something like you know Kako or Lafreniere, one of our young the you kid know, line stars for the yeah. future. Right, all um, the kid line. You don't mess right. with that line. Agreed. So I mean, if we're going to give up draft picks or something like that, I guess sure. Why not? Patrick Kane's a great, a great, great player, and so and it would just be so exciting. But, but you know, it's uh, the Rangers are w- really what it's about right now for me. So you know that. Yeah, they won big yesterday. Bo Deedle checks in. The great Bo will be on tomorrow, Tuesday, seven forty. Thursdays in Studio Nine Hundred Five, and he says, Sid and Joseph, I will volunteer to be part of the firing squad. Call Bo Deedle. No surprise there, right, Joe? <laughs> what a really, Bo? He likes to use his gun like that. Uh, that's why I love Bo. That's why I love Bo. Bo's the best. But that's Bo's. Listen, Bo's Bo, and that's what makes Bo great. Exactly. I'm a little more reserved when it comes to blowing people's brains out. Yeah. Um, look, if someone did something, one of my kids said, I, honestly, I tell you this on the, I would. I would look to kill them with my own hands. I mean, there's no question about that. Absolutely. I mean, right. I'll be my own. Right. But some other, but some other, but some other kid doesn't matter. You're okay with that. You're okay with that guy. But your kid, you no, kill. You're not going to be the one to go kill them. <laughs> stranger's kid gets killed. Right. They should. The killer should face justice. Just right. not my justice. What am I going to kill? Them? <laughs> right. but, you know, I understand. I'm not. I'm not poo-pooing. You know, the the one. Look, revenge is a real instinct. So yeah. Hey, listen, you're always such a great guest. You really are. I know we missed you uh, last week. It's great to have you back this morning, Joseph. We'll do it again next week. Continue your work as the best defense attorney in the country. I love you. God bless you. All right, brother. Love you. My man, love you too. Joseph Tacopina, 43 years we date back. He is the best defense attorney in the world. The great Joe Tacopino. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.